0: we have so many goodies to share with you. Let's dive right in together. Hey guys, I'm so happy you're joining me for a special episode of EM as we talk today about bringing out the gifts of each Enneagram type. Whether you're listening during the holiday or not, this is an episode that is going to make you have a really nice experiential to walk through your spouses or your family members gifts, as well as some very specific tips for how you can allow each family member to feel seen and loved per their Enneagram type or the space of the Enneagram that they tend to lean into the most if they don't know their type or if you don't know their type. So I know I can trust you guys to not be cookie cutter with this, right? Oh my gosh, that was such a Christmas faux pas. But I am a mom, so you can expect a few mom jokes here and there, right? Right? And I am doing my Christmas baking extravaganza this week with my daughter. So we are in, whenever you're listening, the Christmas week of Advent. And I hope you're doing well. And yes, I'm very excited for you to be able to walk through these gifts with me. And before we get to the experiential, a couple of quick reminders. I wanted to let you know that if you're following along with our 12 Days of Christmas special, it's our 12 Days of Deals, then you can be the first to That we are actually keeping all the deals open this week so that if you miss day one or day three, you can go for it. And of course, some of the deals are merch based. So if the merch can't get to you on time, then i'm going to just remind you of the wonderful stocking stuffer where you print the piece of paper that says you have an EM hoodie coming your way etc so <laughs> that one cannot be overdone if you're like i didn't have time to get a gift like do not not get somebody a gift now also pay attention that experiences are great gifts we have some of those i know you guys are smart go with the consumer reports that tells us you know, doing things together like meaningful marriage things or little trips or getaways or special events that you're going to go to. Those are the way to go. And I know we're going to have something like that because I got some tickets in the mail and I'm excited that Wes knows that. So remember experiences. Remember our 12 days of deals. We have so many. Just make sure you're on our email list. You can get on it at Enneagramandmarriage.com. Other than that, if you're following along with the e calendar, you know we're talking all about communication this month, and that's why I'm really happy to be able to go there with you guys on how to really get through this last couple of weeks of the year, because I know this is a time when couples can really get dysregulated together, and I just want you guys to know that spiritually, this is also a great time to connect with God when your spouse misses you, and we'll talk about that in the experiential, but I was just reminded of how desperate we are for God when I was walking through the Advent devotional with my family, and it was like everyone was tired, everyone was burnout, and it was like our wreath was gone, our candles were totally missing, and I just grabbed one little tiki light that was a pre-made pre-lit light. And I'm like, here's our three week, like we're in the third week and here's the candle for the week. And we just laughed, but it was like, this is what God came into the world for is to make up for our deficits when we're just feeling like, okay, we don't have that much to give, but you know what? Here we are and we're, we're going to give the little loaves and fish that we do have and is going to be enough. So that was a really cool assurance that I got this week, and we were able to set some intentions for week three of Advent together, and we just wanted some time to really focus in on God. I know one of my kids said she just especially feels God's peace when she's still, and that was my nine. I loved that. It was so different from me in a lot of ways, being a seven, but my four, seven, nine, who is similar to me, she said the same as me that... We said we feel God in nature and in movement. And so I don't know what it is for you, but when you need to really experience that wonder of God, you know, don't let it just be words on a page. Think about it like what helps you to have a spiritual connection during this time of year, not just the words. It might be going to a Christmas Eve service, it might be a song or a psalm, it might be. As my nine said, baking cookies, just something that makes you feel the spirit of Christmas. And I really liked her inclusion there of not, feeling like it had to be a specific religious celebration, but what makes you feel close to God? Do that this week and have a wonderful time if you're listening live. Obviously, if you're not and you want to have a spiritual time with God a different week, totally great. And then lastly, I wanted to say Merry Christmas to you if you are listening at this time, because I know that Christmas will hit us this coming Sunday. And we also have a fun episode in between where you're going to have Amy Wicks. You guys probably know her from the big conference she just did the past two summers. And also, Miss Amy does the Wholehearted Enneagram, Instagram, and she has a podcast. And so make sure you stay tuned for a special Christmas holiday movie episode this year. We decided on two. She's the fellow seven, so we decided to have extra fun with... Not just a seven-ish movie because I don't want you to run away if you're not seven-ish. So I'm going to tell you the other one first. But While You Were Sleeping with Sandra Bullock and Bill Pullman, a classic. I was able to re-watch with my daughters this week and we love that. And then also... (laughs) Elf. <laughs> so if you just want some silly fun or you want to get into the romance, I have decided who I think Sandra Bullock's tri-type is. My kids are big fans of her. And I also, of course, want to get into digging nitty gritty with you at elf. So you guys can have your milk and cookies that day with us and just settle in, or maybe that's a baking day for you, but definitely stay tuned for that just for fun episode. I love those, especially because I get so lost in my four on this tri-type and in my wanting to make the world a better place in my one arrow. So it's like, yay, we're just having a fun episode this Wednesday. That's going to be great. So stay tuned for that. So let's take a few minutes right now together to just be in the space of releasing stress. I want you to, if you're driving, to just be at peace with us and, and drive and pay attention. But if you're able to just really restfully do one thing right now listen because this is an exercise I want you to be able to take with you into your week and into the next few weeks so go ahead if you can and close your eyes or just get very still and quiet and do the one thing of listening and I want you to take a nice deep breath in for about four seconds Okay, now a nice deep breath out for about four seconds. And I want you to just reflect on the fact that you do not have to hold animosity toward your spouse or anyone else this holiday. You don't have to run away. And you can set good boundaries. It can be a both and. That you love them and you take care of the things you need to take care of. There's a lot of peace in that. So I want you to receive that. I want you to think back on the Advent moment I shared with you about how sometimes we just have very little bits and pieces to give to God a broken candle, some pieces of us might be missing. But here we are with our little lights in the world and it's enough. And I want you to know your light is beautiful just the way you are. And I want you to, if you're in a place where you can move your hands, I want you to open them palms up. And just allow yourself to surrender slash receive from God so that you don't have to really hold on to those difficulties anymore. You can just release. And I'm going to give you a chance to take another nice deep breath. And release that deep breath. And in a couple minutes, we're going to talk about the gifts of your spouse or your family members who are harder for you. Probably you're going to want to listen to multiple numbers because of some of your tri-type features or because of all the people you're going to be seeing. We're going to be thinking about all the good gifts they have to give this Christmas so that you don't feel like they're not worth anything. And I hate to say that, but sometimes it is that way that we can hold on to resentments and forget all the good of our spouses and our people. So we're going to have a chance in a minute to, to really reflect on the good they bring. And we're going to be reflecting on that all through next week with our episode two as we release even more resentments. But for today, just take a moment with me to let go of the expectations you have for others. And just allow yourself to receive this moment, this moment of peace. Whenever you're virtuous for your Enneagram type, maybe you just receive sobriety or serenity or humility. We're all just here before God. We're thankful and grateful that we get to be here, that we get to be used. And we're not going to give one moment of our peace away. So join with me in that release as we look at everybody's gifts and just take one more nice deep breath in and out as we do this. Okay, and I want to keep saying Merry Christmas through this episode because one of the silly characters in our crime scene Christmas mystery dinner game that we made, she's like a Cindy Lou Who, who's sort of deranged. She's always, instead of every single thing you could say, like, thank you or excuse me, she's always like, Merry Christmas. And so I played her this year and actually Jen did too in her game. And now I want to say Merry Christmas after everything. So Merry Christmas. We're going to talk about the gifts each and every type brings this holiday and always. So let's start with type one. We are talking about the improver, and it's just a good reflection for all of us that ones improve us. They improve the world, they improve the people in their family, and they believe in them. I remember Michael Shahan was on this podcast. You might remember him, a therapist, a a long time ago, and he said, that his wife Angie just reminded him that he could do hard things and he shared on how he's a marriage and family therapist to this day because she knew he could do it and she believed in him and the ones in your life may not always be easy to deal with I know some of you have one siblings I'm married to a one and I I've talked to his siblings and you know some of you have one spouses and there might be moments when you're tempted to say this holiday Like, why can't they just accept me and love me the way that I am? But I want you to understand something. The reason they're calling you to excellence is because they love you. They're idealists and they can see the best for you. And of course, sometimes you're going to disagree about that. And of course, hopefully if you're one listening, you'll refrain from trying to change people. But I want you to know the intention is good And so that way you can really rest and you don't have to get dysregulated yourself. You can say what a gift they bring. And there might even be something they do to spark you up. I I can't count how many times that's happened for my husband with friends and families of ours that we know that he's believed in them and it's really changed their lives or he's helped them through a hard process and they I I love this about ones they don't give up on people they're tenacious I mean that's how I'm even married to Wes and I think that it's really a beautiful quality when one sees something that they want they will work really hard for it and They're not afraid of hard work. So celebrate your one and their hard work ethic and celebrate that they're doers and changers and that they believe in the best possible for you. And that is going to be a gift to you instead of you feeling resentment towards them. Okay, type twos. A lot of twos really do a great job of hospitality and they're givers. So this season and always, remember how much your twos long to give to you. And even if you're like, I don't have anything I need right now, see what a beautiful desire it is to love and to cherish. And how twos want to celebrate love itself. Think a two in your life who is a giver and really celebrate the fact that they see the unnoticed in the world and they want to bring light to it. That they want to help somebody who truly does need help. And of course, set a boundary with the two if you don't. But understand that it's a beautiful love that they have that is very rare. And I'm thinking of my best friend, I have two two best friends but one is here in Florida and one is in Michigan and they're both amazing but my two best friend in Michigan I'm thinking of her and last time we talked she had been on these long 18-hour stretches of working at the hospital and she was so tired but she was so cheerful and just doing such a good job of loving her People and then loving people at work and just truly sacrificing. And so know that a lot of twos are doing this and just thanking them means the world to them. Just letting them know how much their love is making a difference in the world, even if it's not toward you. Let them know that you see it and that you celebrate that for them. That is such a gift that they bring. All right, now threes, they give such quality, also being heart types, they give a lot of love, but because they're not always as in tune with their own emotions, they don't always know how to show you that they are really doing loving things for you. So it's up to you to notice that they're doing and to compliment them for what they've done. And of course, whatever their love language is. But what I really am getting at here is Threes give you such quality and they work so hard behind the scenes for you to get that quality. They are moving and shaking behind the scenes so that they can look cool, calm, and collected for you. They're working longer hours. They're not necessarily doing things for glory and if they're healthy they're just doing it because they're heart types and they love and they love to give and serve too but they're doing things beautifully and well and they're really often great at following the advice of the consumer reports and not buying things that are just name brands, but buying things that are quality name brands that are going to last and or experiences so that you can have fun times together because they love their spouse, they love their people, and they want to be loved back. So remember the beautiful gifts that your three brings this year and give them a chance to show their open heart toward others. I know my sister who's a three this year, she was talking about the holidays and wanting to serve on Christmas day And I also noticed that she and her children served on Thanksgiving Day first, and it just gave them such a beautiful glow out there in the world and blessed so many people to just be able to take meals to others. And so, you know, don't forget this beautiful act of love and don't discourage it, encourage it and celebrate your three and the way that they show up in the world. It is awesome. And that is their special gift as connectors in the world with other people's hearts. Now, your type fours, a gift you can celebrate with them this year is know that you can tell them anything and everything. Know that they are going to be there for you even if you say, you know, man, we've had an absence of light this year. I'm just having a hard Christmas or New Year's. Know that you're four is empathic and they have definitely struggled at times and know what that feels like and really love that you've opened up your heart to them. They want to know, are they the only one who is unique and who struggles? And when you share that you have them too, it just makes them feel so connected. And contrary to popular belief, a lot of times fours really can encourage you Not only because they go to the depths with you, but they also have a great amount of other kinds of emotions like joy and fun. I know my brother, who's a four, is going to be so fun to hang with over the holidays. We're going to be seeing each other at the Alabama Shores, and he is definitely somebody who is the one who organizes our family football and baseball team games, and he's a lot of fun as well as able to go to the depths. So as much as you might be tempted to say, I'm not going to talk to my fours because they're only going to be one breed of person, let's try not to do that with Enneagram types. Let's try to remember when we're in our three space, our two space, our four space versus just putting somebody in a box and keeping them there. Because we remember the goal of the Enneagram is expansion and arrows and wings and tri-types are all ways we can do that. Now, if you have a five in your life this holiday, the gift they're giving you is presence. And I don't mean P-R-E-S-E-N-T-S, although you may get one of those too. They're giving you time, and that is a very big gift for a five whose time orientation is toward the past as well as toward the future in terms of their worry about other things that they have to prepare for in their thinking triad world. So for them to just be with you in the present whether they're showing you how to work something or fixing something or just spending time with you watching a movie know that that is time they could be retreating and resting and really reuptaking as they feel like, man, I work so hard, I don't have as much energy as some of the other types and I'm nervous about that. So just understand that even a text can cost them and you might see our fun Friday memes we do. Sometimes we say like fives are very careful about how they text back because they know like if I over text, somebody could potentially topple me over. So do understand that when they give you their presence, even if it's for just a couple of hours like that was a really big gift and it's kind of narrowing down life like there's nothing bigger we can give than our time so know that it's also a huge gift and celebrate as such now sixes are very thoughtful so one thing i want you to pay attention to with your six is how well they know you they too have a five wing and are in the planning triad. So they have noticed things about you that you probably didn't even know that they knew. And they're very intelligent. So they have not only speculated, but they may have given you a special gift or asked about something in your life that was meaningful to you that you thought maybe most other people forgot or didn't pick up on and your witty six in your life probably not only remembered but has thought about it and maybe even prayed for you so i want you to just notice that about your six this year and you might also feel sometimes on the contrary like They bring up worries or they troubleshoot, but they want to complete goals too and they want to step into courage also, but they just like to be prepared. So they might ask you something that makes you feel a little nervous, like are you prepared for college or are you prepared for getting your house or whatever it is, but know that they're rooting for you and they just want to help you And they want you to be successful. And they just want you to be really knowing that they're thinking of you. So take that as such. And instead of just choosing to write a narrative that they're over the top worried, write the narrative of care and of love. And then of course, just as I said around twos, set your boundaries as needed. Because if you do feel overwhelmed, it's okay to say, you know, I can scale back, but I'm not gonna go all the way to withdrawing. And that's the tension I want you to hold across all that we do together here at e is to be able to say, I am working on intimacy and I'm setting boundaries, not okay, I tried that, I'm done connecting, I'm going within my hole. That's not healthy, not for very long. So just for a few minutes, if you have to do that. Now, something you can celebrate about a type seven is the joy and the fun and they wonder they bring to you and the holiday although sometimes sevens are so future focused they won't be able to do that as well once a seven has had some rest I often do these podcasts after I've had some rest in the day I really try to taper that so if you're the seven listening try to come to your events with perhaps a workout first so that you aren't quite as over-the-top energetic. And you can then go to that place of sobriety where you do share the deeper joy and the deeper wonder and reflection time. Like today, my daughter Hannah, who is a four, we took a beautiful walk in the woods together and we just stopped in the middle. And I said, let's let's just have a moment of wonder and quiet and just notice. And that is a gift your seven can, believe it or not, bring to you when they've already had a chance to expend energy. And of course, I had already done my workouts for the day, just two short videos. Uh, yes, I did some mad fit again because I do like her for other aspects besides the jogging, but our just our weather has been so beautiful, so I have to do that. And I am so glad I save myself for the rest of the year where when it's hot and muggy, I don't wear my legs out as I'm like, oh my gosh, girl, you definitely did too much jogging in your life. But now I just take these shorter, sweeter jogs and really appreciate the wonder. And today was just a walk with my daughter and it was beautiful to balance that. And I hope that year seven will do that. And if your seven is in that over the top space, then set a boundary with them so that you can say you know what like I want to chat with you later in the day and you know what their energy will run its course and they will be in a different space for you later in the day and you guys might just be in a space of touch where you give each other massages if it's a family member or if it's a partner then you might be able to have some actual intimate conversation and a deeper dive into connection but just don't write your seven off with the energy if they can give you energy then take it. If you need that joy, then take it. But otherwise, just experience wonder with them and let them bring you back to that childlike state of awe and glory at the beauty of the world and just the joy of being alive. And if you're with a type eight, remember that the power that they give to you, the presence, the, I think it's, it's fun to watch just to learn from eights, how they Really stand strong for their positioning. And I think in a family, sometimes we get a little bit tempted with our eights to write them off as, okay, they're just directing, but they're directing with a heart of love. And when you can see that part, then you don't have to want to change them as much because you're noticing, I'm not saying like, you know, change your seven or change your one, I'm just saying appreciate the good they're doing and and that's the same as I'm going to say with this 8 here is notice that they're good at leadership because they have an energy about them that really contains a lot of power and when you get to be part of that experience to see their strength and loyalty towards family at work and towards making sure that everybody is protected then there's a different sense of appreciation because you can all rest a little bit easier knowing that you have an eight with you. My goodness, what an absolute gift that is. And I'm so grateful for that. I noticed that with so many people in my life, not just the teen girls I mentor or my late... Father or my friend Liza Carden, you might remember her from being on the pod before, but she's in an eight, nine marriage. I love and am so inspired by all that she does. And quite honestly, it just invigorates you to release any kinds of other issues you might have with eights and just celebrate what they're doing over the holidays and learn from their energy and their motivation and that instinct they have to go and to move. It is quite a feat. And it's solid body energy. So it's really something to behold. And I want you to do just that. Now with your nines, just as I said, my daughter was sharing how just the stillness and being at rest and at peace with God was something that she was really reflecting on and immersing herself in. There's a purity to nines. And I don't mean perfection. I don't mean that they also don't get grace or need grace because they certainly do like everybody else. But I really want you to understand the simplicity and the beauty of their peacefulness that they bring to the season and their thoughtfulness that they bring to others. This is a personality type that when awake, they do a beautiful job of balancing. But either way, whether they're fully awake or not, they're considering others' positions and points of view and they're adding a really good analysis to the table. So when they speak, I just want you to listen, to drink it in, to move if they ask for movement because that's really hard for them to do. And to not forget when you offered something that you wanted to do for them. And I really hope that you know they appreciate that. And of course, nines, make sure you do show appreciation for that versus looking for the things that were forgotten. But just charge yourself up to be Extra appreciative that during the hustle and bustle of the season, there's somebody in your family, maybe even your spouse, that you can just be with, that you can just sit with, who is going to be positive and a light to you. I had so much fun with my nine friends last weekend, as I mentioned, and I get to live with a nine every day. And I'm just so grateful. So thank you for listening with me. And I really hope you have such a merry Christmas. I hope you and your family get to relax. I hope that if you are alone this Christmas, that you will make a plan to see people around Christmas. And I hope that you will stay connected because that's really quite honestly what Christmas is all about are all these souls drawn together through the long hard nights and finding safe spaces we think about mary and joseph trying to find a beautiful space to lay their heads and to really get the job done and i know you're doing the same whatever you're doing that you're trying to make it all happen but understand that god's been looking out for you all along and that as you release there will be little miracles in your life too. And especially as you release to God and do your part as well. So keep doing good things. I will talk to you next week. If resentments creep up, understand we're going to be going there on Monday, but this Wednesday, don't forget our fun episode and don't forget to head over to Enneagramandmarriage.com so you can grab all your last minute stocking stuffers or hear about our courses or our Valentine's dance next year. If you want to buy an experience gift, Oh, and just as I was telling our collective this week, don't forget to hang some mistletoe and kiss your sweetie. We have some fun plants hanging over our bed and I told my husband that was mistletoe and we have imagination. So it is. So have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you again for listening with us. It was so wonderful to have you. I love knowing we're doing this journey together, not perfectly, but with love, grace, and hopefully some fun too. If you love today's episode, make sure you leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcast or Spotify so others can find it too. Visit our show notes so you can get all the links from today's show, as well as anyagrambinmarriage.com, the Instagram, the Facebook, and all over the place. Make sure you spread the word. Love living intentionally with you. Bye-bye.